Hey, this is Jeff Loveland. Thank you for tuning in to Anchor for My Soul podcast, where we want to give a message of hope in the middle of the storm by anchoring ourselves to the Word of God. In each episode, we will grow in our spiritual walk a little more as we use the SOAP Bible study method to dive deep into the scriptures, observe what God is teaching us, apply the lessons in our daily lives, and then pray about it. I hope this encourages you today and helps you go forward with Christ. Hey, welcome back to Anchor for My Soul podcast. This is your host, Jeff Loveland. Today, we are going to dive deep into Psalm 23. Now, this is one of those chapters where pretty much everyone has heard of this in some way, shape, or form, and they probably know it by the line, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Uh, The rest of the chapter, people don't know much about it just because they know that God is with us as we go through that valley of when we don't know what to do and when things are tough and scary, God is with us and, and we will fear no evil. But what this chapter tells us and reminds us is the Lord is our shepherd. He is the good shepherd. Jesus comforts us, guides us, and protects us. And that's what we're going to learn today. Now, Psalm 23 is one of the shortest chapters in the Bible. It's got six verses, and it's got 112 words. But it's jam-packed with information that we need to know and be reminded of in our daily life. It reminds us how much Jesus loves us. It reminds us how much He cares for us and protects us and guides us. And it reminds us that... uh, Jesus will lead the 99 to go find the one. When we stray off that path, he's going to come back for us. He's going to find us. He he knows where we are and he'll bring us back. That's his love for us. So today we're going to read out of the English Standard Version. If you could please turn your Bibles to Psalm 23. Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So that was our scripture reading for today. Now let's observe this, let's apply it to our life, and then we will pray about this. So that was Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. 
Today, I really want to emphasize a couple key things from this passage, from this chapter. Uh, Jesus is our shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He knows us. He provides for us. He gathers for us. He cares for us. He feeds us and knows every need that we need. You know, I mean, that list alone is powerful. And a shepherd, when he cares for his sheep, when he leads his sheep and he he has his rod and his staff to protect them and correct them and guide them, well, he knows exactly everything about his sheep. He knows what they like, what they don't like. He knows which ones are stubborn and he knows which ones are a little more... Uh, <laughs> good-tempered. But there's so much to this. Verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. I shall not want. In the NIV, it says, I lack nothing. He provides for us everything that we need when we need it. Because he's our shepherd. He knows that ahead of time. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Well, I don't know if you know this, but this world, sometimes we go a thousand miles a minute. And sometimes we just need to slow down, pause, relax, and refocus. And we need need to do that in a peaceful situation. And sometimes he's going to say, I need you to just sit and be still and refocus and seek me. You know, those green pastures are good. Anytime he leads us and guides us, it's good. It says he leads me beside still waters. Then IV calls it quiet waters, which to me is peaceful. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Verse 3 says he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores. The NIV says he refreshes my soul. How many times do we have things in this world where it just really um, causes a lot of stress, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, all these things. And and sometimes we just, uh, it's almost too much at times. But you know, he restores us. How many times have we had someone speak things against us, bring us down, try to prevent us from going forward, or or just um, just piling it on us? But you know what? He gives us that strength. He gives us the ability to get back up and keep going. He refreshes us. He restores us. And then he doesn't let us just go anywhere. He gets us on the right path of righteousness. When we stray to the left or when we stray to the right, he brings us right back onto the straight and narrow path. Because everything we do is for the Lord and it's for his namesake, not for us. It's not for our glory. It's not for our fame. It's not for our our own wants and needs. It's, It's for him. It's for Jesus. And he's the good shepherd. Um. When I think of the Good Shepherd, there's several things that I'm just going to go back through this list of everything that I wrote down 
And first and foremost, he lays down his life for his sheep. An example of that is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Another example is John 10, 11 through 17. Jesus is saying, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Jesus continues on, verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. Next, as a shepherd, we know that he knows us and he guides us. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. It continues on, and he goes ahead of them, and then the sheep will follow. John 10, 3-5. To him the gatekeeper opens. This is Jesus talking. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow. But they will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. I mean, not only does he he bring them out, but he, he goes before them. So that the sheep can follow. So they know the way. But they follow him because they know him and they know his voice. They know who their shepherd is. And we too need to know who our shepherd is. And there's going to be times where um, the devil or things of this world are going to try to take us away from our shepherd, like that stranger. But when those moments come, when, when, when those things do try to get us to pull away from God and his word and, and everything that Jesus teaches us, well, we need to flee from that situation. And we need to go back to the shepherd that we know. Jesus. Next, he provides for us. He provides every need for us. Not once. He does provide for things that that we do like and need, but it's our needs. He knows what our needs are. Hebrews 13, 20 through 21 reads, Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, 
to whom the glory forever and ever. Amen. Also, another verse to goes with him providing for us is Philippians 4, 19-20. And that reads, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Jesus Christ. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. And as a shepherd, we know that he will gather and care for us and tend to us. He will carry us when we do not have the strength. Isaiah 40 verse 11 reads, He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Micah 5 verse 4, And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. This is telling me that he's going to continue to rule and care for his people. Jesus, he's the good shepherd. He knows our needs. He's going to feed us and provide for us. He satisfies the thirsty and the hungry soul. He leads us into green pastures and still waters. A place where it's calm, where it's peaceful, and a place that we are being led to. Psalm 107 verse 9, for he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. So that was our, the good shepherd. Now let's talk about Jesus as our comforter, where we do not have fear. And he corrects us with his rod and his staff. Now the rod is a defensive and an offensive tool, a weapon, if you will. And it's kind of like a club. Now, the the symbolism about this is correction and discipline. And the way I see it is it's it's lessons learned. Uh, Hebrews 12, verse 6 reads, For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. Proverbs 3, 12, For the Lord reproves him whom he loves. As a father, the son in whom he delights. Reproves is to scold and reprimand and um, someone gently or with kind intent. Gently expressing disapproval with. I think of one of those coaches where they may not be like a, think of a football coach where it's one of those guys that you just want to run through the wall for because they, they have this loving approach for them. They may not be these um, constant yellers. Instead, they have this gentle approach where they can correct you and discipline you in a loving way. And because of that, you uh, you just want to go out there and win one for the skipper. And don't we want to do that for Jesus as well? I mean, he will correct us and guide us and do it in a loving way. And we do need correction and we do need discipline. And we need it all the time because our sin and our flesh and all that gets in the way. So he will lovingly correct us. Next, it talked about the staff and that is God's authority. Now, I went and found some examples of this. And these include uh, Mark 6, 8, where Jesus sends out the 12 apostles. This verse reads, he Charge them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, 
no bread, no bag, no money in their belts. That staff is powerful. First Samuel, verse 17, 40. Uh, then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand and he approached the Philistine. This time out David and Goliath. This, the uh, staff was in his hand. Judges 6, 21 is the story of Gideon and his army, where the angel appears before Gideon. Gideon is called by God. And the angel says, uh, mighty man of valor. Gideon is the guy that God is calling to deliver Israel. However, Gideon feels overpowered by by the uh, Midianites, whom Israel was given over to for seven years because of their evil ways. Verse 21 reads, Then the angel of the Lord reached out the tip of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and unleavened cakes. And fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and unleavened cakes. And the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. The staff is God's authority. So we have the rod, which is discipline, and correction, and then we have his staff, God's authority. Both are important, both are powerful, and both are ways that he can guide us and protect us and love us. Last but not least, uh, verse 6 uh, talks about the goodness and mercy dwelling in the house of the Lord. 1 Peter 5.4 is talking about elders and shepherding the flock of God. And it reads, And when the shepherd appears, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. John 10.28 talks about eternal life. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. It's talking about eternal life, life everlasting, assurance. And last but not least, it makes me think of John 14, 1 through 5, the way, preparing a place for us. Verse 1, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am, you may also be. And you know the way to where I am going. He's preparing a place for us. We know the way. Jesus is the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And we know that no one comes to the Father except through him. Jesus. So that's what I have for uh, Psalm 23 today. The Good Shepherd, our Comforter, and just His goodness and His mercy, and then dwelling in the house of the Lord. So with all of that, how can we apply this to our life? Well, first and foremost, be led by Him. 
when we don't know what to do, when we are trying to figure out a path, when we are trying to figure out a way out of the storm, when we are trying to figure out right from wrong or um, just anything, we should be seeking Him. He will lead us and restore us and refresh us and lead us down a path that is of righteousness. Next, we need to remember that uh, He will comfort us. There's no reason to fear um, situations that we come across because we know that when we seek the Lord, He will show us a way. He will show us a way where we do not need to fear. We just need to trust. I mean, He, as we go forward, wherever we go, He will correct us and guide us and he will he will discipline us but it'll be for our own good and last we need to remember that when we have a relationship with Jesus when we seek Jesus when we follow his ways well then we need to be reassured and we need to know that he is going to prepare a place for us we must have faith in this. And what a blessing that is. In his father's house, there are many rooms, one of which is ours. When we go the way, Jesus, when we follow him. And so that's that's what really speaks to me today. So I hope today really encouraged you, just realizing that um he is our Lord. He is our shepherd. He will guide us and lead us. And we don't need to fear about that. His way is the way. It's the best way. It's really the only way we should go. Not our way. His way. And we shall not want. We lack nothing. He knows what we need, when we need, and how we need to use it. He will provide. So, Father, we just thank you for today. Lord, we thank you that you are our shepherd. And you lead us in quiet and still waters. Places where they're peaceful. Father, sometimes we're in the middle of the storm and we just can't think of anything but the storm. Or the situation right in front of us. And if it's not us, it's people around us. And Lord, you remind us that there is peace. There is victory. We just need to keep seeking you. We need to keep seeking your word, God. It's easy in this day and age and everywhere we go to, we can be led astray. But whenever we hear a stranger's voice, we need to flee from that and go back to the voice that we know, the voice of truth, the voice of love, the voice, your voice, Jesus. We know that when we when we come up to something and we we go forward in a, um, a place that we do not know, uh, whether it's a job or it's a, a when we travel or or even just someone that we come across that we do not know, and we are unsure or we are scared, you comfort us. You lead us in the valley of shadow of death, and. We will not fear the evil. 
because you're with us and you do comfort us. When there are people in our life and it's just, we can't stand them or we're trying to forgive them and it's just so tough to do, but you know what? You say it's good. It's okay. When we seek you, not only do you help us in that moment, Father, not only do you show us the way, show us how to forgive, show us how to move on, but you prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies. So as your goodness and your mercy are flowing through us and around us, and, and even in that situation that we are uh so disappointed in or aggravated in or whatever the situation is. Lord, you you prepare a table in front of the, our enemies because you're showing our enemies something powerful at the same time that you are showing us. Your ways are good. You are all-knowing. You know everything that we need. We You know everything our enemies need. And you can turn everything good. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us the rest of our days when we seek you, Jesus. Thank you for being our good shepherd. Thank you for being our comforter. Thank you for being the prince of peace. Thank you for being our provider. Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Anchor for My Soul podcast. If you would like to help us reach further and hear daily content in the near future, we ask that you share this podcast with your friends and also consider becoming a financial partner to help us reach further for Jesus and to share the word. We are blessed to have listeners who pray for us and go make a difference in the kingdom. Please check out our website, www.anchorformysoulpodcast.com dot com where we have our past episodes information about the podcast and even who i am if you so feel led to become a financial partner you can either go to our website or you can go to anchor.fm backslash anchor for my soul podcast together we make a difference god bless